0: Yeah, uh, Heavy Crown Radio, you know it's going down With Denise, you can see, she's the queen with the crown Talking real
1: life, wild nights and current events Breaking down, even giving tips on relationships Hey, you don't wanna miss, ready, here we go Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio Super entertaining, yeah, that's for sure Keep it tuned in, Heavy Crown Radio
2: hey everyone welcome to the first ever episode of heavy crown radio i'm denise i'm the queen and men of the world you better bend the knee how to throw a quick game of thrones reference in there for you because we'll be discussing that and more today with my two guests that i go way way back with and i'm talking way back to 1999 When shell toes were still a thing, when everybody thought it was cool to wear brown lipstick with black lip liner. Just kidding, I never did that. Um, That must have been a friend. Um, But we're going to be discussing definitely Game of Thrones today and some other comical entertainment that you just can't find anywhere else. I can't make up the things that happened to me and I know you're going to love it as much as I enjoy recording it for you. So let's welcome our guests, Mike and Denise, aka FURA. FURA is fierce. I hope you're ready for them. We got Mike C., the mayor. And we have Denise, who shares the same name as me, but I call her Fuda. Fuda is a fierce bitch. Oh. She is not afraid to say what's on her mind. And Mike C., is—he's, you know, he's very mellow.
1: Well, it looks like the topic of discussion is... Getting your new dates.
2: Clearly, I have bad judgment when it comes to men. Um, I haven't made the best decisions in my dating life. Um, I've chosen some good guys and some not-so-good guys. Um, even if I think they're good, Denise probably thinks they're bad. <laughs> Am I wrong? No,
0: you are correct.
2: <laughs> I would say the guys that I've dated thus far, since we've been friends, you haven't been fan. Okay. You haven't a fan of them at all. <clears throat> no. I hate all. Who have you hated the most? <laughs> names. We can say nicknames. Hmm, I figured it would be Dom or Goodnight Moon. Both. Both, yeah. <laughs> I know, Mike, you didn't have the pleasure of meeting um, Goodnight Moon. Um,
1: no, I didn't. But, <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> I, don't know I, I didn't have the pleasure of meeting named,
2: any of them.
1: <laughs> I don't know if a person named Goodnight Moon is tops of my list. Of
2: that was actually Denise's yeah. nickname for him. So she called him Goodnight Moon. Yes, okay. like the book. Like, go read the book to your kids.
1: Okay, I...
2: Good Night Moon is like the, like, I feel like that's the quintessential book that people read to their kids at, like, bedtime. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let's not...
2: Did you ever read that to your daughter? I don't
1: recall that book, but (laughs) no.
2: Like, not even in first grade, you didn't read Good Night Moon?
1: Myself or to my daughter?
2: Like yourself in a classroom.
1: No, I don't remember that book at all.
2: You don't? You know what I do remember is you guys' cute little kindergarten photo. Was that kindergarten? Third third grade. grade. Third grade. Third grade. You guys go way back then.
1: We did. I
2: forgot to mention that they're also a couple.
1: We are. Um, (laughs) Denise and I went to elementary school together.
2: Yes, you did. Um,
1: We're in the same third grade class, but at the age of 32, we just found out a few weeks ago. We had an no idea of it, but a few
2: weeks ago, mm-hmm. when my mom <clears throat> shout oh, out, to out to Donna, shout she out to Donna, she found the photo. I know you looked very adorable.
1: I probably looked exactly So, the same. so did
2: Fuda. She looked yep. adorable. So when did you guys first start like dating? Mm, three years ago. <laughs> three years ago. It's been three years. So what did you do? Do you slide in the DMs? Like, how did this happen? No,
1: I'm (laughs) not a DM
2: person. You're
1: not a DM person? No,
2: I'm not. That's not your style. I I couldn't picture you doing that actually. We just
1: randomly bumped into each other. Um, This was before we started dating, but we randomly bumped into each other and realized we knew each other from school and we just became friends. So, I mean, that was the base of everything, just having someone that I can talk to and a great conversation and she was fun to hang out with um you know coming out to to party and go to clubs with me and even if and it I'm wasn't my
2: outfits of course <laughs> because you know what I this is the one thing we have to get out of the way about Denise because <laughs> Denise is a special type of person <laughs> she is probably the ideal female because she has a calendar that she each week plans her outfits what day is red pants I remember it was is that Tuesday or Wednesday it was like black shirt red pants I can't remember when it was the
0: winter outfit that, oh that's that's
2: winter oh, sorry that that is winter 2019 people I am off the radar with this i clearly I clearly I haven't been up to date but you were pla- you were planning your outfits and you were on fashion nova while we were watching game of thrones yeah but I have to say, I want to get back to like what you were talking about because you said that you guys started off as friends. You had really good conversation, right. and I think that's like the key thing. I, I, I mean, should, it's terrible for me to say that because I'm, I'm clearly not the best person to be doling out any kind should of dating advice. Definitely enjoy
1: having conversations with someone before you're even thinking about a relationship with them. Absolutely, and you should understand that you might not end up in a relationship with them. So, I mean, you should. Enjoy the time that you're having. It doesn't need to be forced into a relationship. We weren't forcing anything. We were just enjoying each other's company.
2: It just and flowed then naturally. We just
1: happened to start liking each other. Like I don't, I don't automatically know I would like someone just off of looking at them. I've never really been like that either. To just say, oh, I like them, before even hanging out with someone.
2: Yeah, you can't. I feel like you have to have a genuine conversation with somebody, and it has to be over, like, several conversations. And I think it's really good that you guys developed a good friendship first. You know, I think that's key. I think that's probably the path that I've been missing. But I like to develop that path. I like to, I ha- you know, have somebody that's, like, a friend that I can, like, bounce ideas off of.
0: But I'm shy. I don't talk a lot. I have to warm up to people. So how did,
2: how did Mike C. capture your interest? Like, how did he, like, how did he captivate you?
0: he listened when I had st- when I did have things to say. I think he is a very good listener like genuinely. I try to be. He let me finish my stories. and <laughs> Did he bring up like com- did he comment on your stories and give sage advice? You no know, because I wasn't asking for it. I just needed to talk.
2: I think that's good that you let her vent and you weren't like you know at the jump, like, well, this is what I think you should do. You just kind of, like, listened, and you were laid back about it because you're laid back, Mike C.
1: Well, you have to understand someone, too, and understanding Denise knows what she wants to do. Sometimes she just wants to say it out loud.
2: Boy, does she ever.
1: (laughs) So, she's smart enough to know what her next best move is. I'm just there to support her. No matter what that move is, I'm there for it.
2: You're warming my hat right now. I think that's the sweetest thing.
1: It's the summertime air.
2: It's the summertime (laughs) air. Is it it the wine or the summertime air?
1: It's a little bit of everything.
2: Oh, it's cooking now with the oven. So I have to tell you this because clearly, as we were talking about my judgment, I'm out walking the dog the other day, right, in our neighborhood because, you know, I live across the street from Denise and Mike C. (laughs) And. I'm out walking. Across the parking lot. Literally, yeah, across the parking lot. I shouldn't say the street. It's across the parking lot. We're literally, like, hop, skip, jump. Legit. So, I'm walking my dog, minding my business. All of a sudden, I see Mike C. running. We wave, you know, exchange pleasantries. Hey, how you doing? And uh, then I see him, like, running, and then I see this other dude running, and I see this dude stop and he starts talking to Mike C, because like I said, Mike C. is the mayor, he knows everybody, Um, which I'll get into more after this, because I haven't really fully described why I call him the mayor, but I see him talking, like, who is this fine dude that he's talking to, I saw the dude from the back, and I was like, oh, he's cute, and he, like, turned to the side, I saw his side profile, I was like, he's cute, I'm like, I need to ask him who that is, because I'm not thirsty like that, so I didn't, like, run up on them, like, hey, Mike, like, who's your friend, like, I was just like, all right, let me just, you know, continue walking my dog. Eventually, I caught up with Mike, okay, and I said to Mike, yo, who is your fine running partner? Yo. Like, who is this, who (laughs) is this dude? Who are you talking to? And he goes, that's our neighbor. (laughs) And I said, our neighbor? And I was like, do you know what neighbor, he was referring to Siler. (laughs) There's a guy that lives in our neighborhood, um, a couple of us down. We call him, Denise and I called him Siler because he looks like Siler from Heroes. Um, you watch I watched cl- that? Clearly, I, I did not, I watched an episode or two because I love Milo. Uh-huh. So um, I watched, I did watch an episode or two. I didn't finish it. I wasn't like to completion. I wasn't like a huge fan. But I can't even say how many conversations Denise and I have had about this guy in front of Mike. And Mike's just, Mike is very just like, whatever, chill. He's not like interrupting the conversation. But I said I've said so many times, like when I moved, when we when I first moved into to this neighborhood, Denise and Mike already lived here, and when it came to this dude, my very first impression was I was moving in. Denise comes into my apartment and she says, "This dude has a chick cleaning his car ties with a <laughs> toothbrush. A toothbrush." So. We're discussing this in front of Mike C. And none of this stuff comes up because, you know, bro code and all that, I respect it. I respect, I respect Mike a lot. I have to say I have a lot of respect for Mike C. Um, so when he told me it was our neighbor and he didn't specify the neighbor and I turned to him and said, wait, that neighbor? And he goes, yeah, why do you not like this guy so much? And be, it's because of the fact that like, I used to see this dude sliding in and out of here with a different girl all the time. And Mike was like, nah, no, he's had the same girl for two years. So every time we've had this conversation, it been like, oh, you know, like, this dude, sli- he's sliding in at 7.30, I'm putting out my rubbish, and there's this dude pulling in with another chick, and I'm like, bro, do you, like, take a break? Like, my God, you, like, do you, like, throw, he's revolving door of chicks right now, like, I swear to God, and Mike's like, and then this is, we've talked about this so many times, but then, like, Mike and I are walking, and he goes, nah, he's had the same chick for two years, and he's giving me the background on the dude, and I'm like, then how come I've seen so many different girls? Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's got a lot of friends. Maybe he has female friends. I wouldn't, if I was a girlfriend of two years, I wouldn't be approving of you bringing your female friends home without me. Just saying, that's a little, you know, it's a little crossing the line.
1: Well, I don't want to be in our neighbor's personal business, but I still don't think that's the case.
2: Well, no, I'm not in his personal business because I didn't interfere. I was like, do you, buddy. Hey, you're living your best life, bringing girls home. That's your business.
1: Yeah. You know? He's an adult.
2: He's an adult. He's living his best life. Good for him. Yeah, no but sense. I was just like, I was just dying laughing that Mike, Mike knew all of this information about him. And they were like bros. They stopped to talk to each other for, you know, they were like exchanging pleasantries, chilling. And I'm like, who's this dude? I didn't even recognize him because normally, like, when I've seen him out running, when I take the dog out, he's got like a hat on. So I was like, oh, this is a good looking dude. And I'm like, oh, I was like disgusted with myself when I realized <laughs> it was him. I couldn't believe it. But I was also very proud of you because you've in all of the conversations Denise and I have had about him, you never once like said, No, actually, listen, he has a girlfriend. He's not that kind of guy. You're probably mistaken. You were you were like bro code, laid back, chilling.
1: It's no bro code, it's just not my business. <laughs>
2: That's the thing. That's how laid back Mike C. is. And now this lets me transition into the finale of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Because I came over to um, Casa de Mike C. and Denise. As a distinguished guest. I was a very distinguished guest. Is that a compliment? It is thank you i prepared appetizers you did and i'll tell you this (laughs) she cooked a bomb ass plate of pasta tonight for us before we started recording this podcast because that is the kind of human being food is food is italian to the core the night of game of thrones she cooked a bomb ass lasagna oh yeah that was like probably the best part of the evening because game of thrones was terrible i think that mike kind of regretted watching that show with me because i kept going oh my god oh my god and having like my reactions out loud meanwhile mike is just laid back watching chilling and denise is on fashion nova like (laughs) forget this show i don't like this i don't i don't watch it i just like the wolf the wolf yes ghost (laughs) ghost ghost is everything ghost was probably my favorite part of the but i never
0: stay out to watch it only maybe like a couple times but i fall asleep so i made a point of staying out because you are our guest
2: So, if you are, have not watched Game of Thrones yet, or you haven't, you know, finished the series, then you should probably shut this off, because I'm about to spoil some shit, because I need to say some things.
1: Oh, it's way past time for spoiler alerts.
2: Well, there there might be people who would just staten up, because they heard from other people, but if they heard, I mean, then again, if they heard the finale sucked, they might not be, you know. I'm still not okay, Mike, but... Are you still um, tweeting to HBO? I'm not no, I'm not still tweeting to HBO. So this is this is why I wanted to say how laid back Mike C is, because this is what happened. I'm sitting on one sofa, Mike's on the other sofa, Denise is in the armchair, she's got her laptop open, she's on Fashion Nova, she's drinking her tea, she's chilling, I'm eating my lasagna. Yeah, you're having tea and crumpets. Cause that is the kind of elite human being that Denise is. So she's having her tea and crumpets. <laughs> Mike was watching the Toronto Raptors on the on his iPad before that. I forget. I, that was the Raptors, right? It Cause, was. Because Drake was in the audience.
1: That's right. Drake was in the audience. Super fan. See,
2: yes, I am a super fan. We'll get into that a little later. But Mike and I are watching Game of Thrones. And it's the last episode. I even came over in my Game of Thrones pajamas <laughs> because that's how excited I was. About this finale. I really thought it was going to be like a well-rounded out, really good finale. It happened to be the biggest rush job season. And um, uh, do you know Aaron Cornish? I do. Shout out to Aaron Cornish. I do like you, Aaron, even though we argue on Instagram a lot. You know, but we are, you know, you're a good dude. You have a great debate sense. So him and I were arguing about the end of Game of Thrones. Um... And how it turned out he was just as passionate about it as I was but I think he felt it was a good ending Mm -hmm. I however did not I was very (laughs) upset and throughout the episode I continued to express my emotions while Mike was just sitting back and just you know chilling. me I'm like outraged and I'm like no 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 and I'm like having like heart failure I get up and leave and I'm like Mike this is not okay no I am very upset about this this is not okay and I'm losing my mind and I my emotions are like all over the place here there and everywhere Mike picks up his iPad, and he's like, no, just going on with my life. It's a show. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> like
2: me. but Entertainment. When it, but you know what? I feel like I've invested in this show. Like I feel like it was like a relationship. When you invest in a television program like that, and it's been... like, Let me tell you something. HBO has a history of just doing that. When it came to The Sopranos... Did you watch The Sopranos? I did. That finale... Alright, if you haven't finished watching The Sopranos, I'm not going to wreck it for you. Shut this off. But I thought my freaking cable went out. And come to find out that's how it ended.
1: I think it's difficult from a writer's perspective to have all those seasons build up to a storyline and then find out, okay, we're ending it after this season. So then you have to kind of wrap up every single thing in a few episodes. And, I mean, I didn't really understand or get why game of thrones ended the way it did but i'm just here to watch
2: so i'm just gonna sip my wine for a minute because i have some things to say about that i have a few opinions but mainly what i want to say is it was their choice to condense it to six episodes and like i was saying um i did mention aaron earlier aaron said that it was 15 million per episode and i said bro if that was 15 million per episode that shit's embarrassing
1: but are you upset because it didn't end the way you wanted it to? Or are you upset of the quality of the work?
2: I will not say the quality of the work because I completely respect the actors on that program. They are all very incredible. They, they capture the essence of each character like so well. But what I will say is that, Mike C, eight years and Bran is the king.
1: That's how it was of written.
2: the six kingdoms, because guess what? It's hands stock.
1: But the way it, took, the way it all started is fell. the way it ended. So this, the same as each Stark was independent, that's exactly how the show ended. They all had their own area to rule. So now Arya is the, the wanderer that she wanted to be.
2: Yeah.
1: Now See, Bran that I, is I the happy king. was that.
2: I was happy with Arya. I was happy with like Sansa's ending because I felt like that was who she became as a person. She developed from you know the young girl that she was, the same way Arya did, into like this like phenom of a woman where she was just she was a force to be reckoned with, the same way you know Daenerys did. I was happy with the way Daenerys' ending happened because you know regardless of her dying, I kind of felt like that's what needed to happen because she was just too far gone. But I think I was just more disappointed with. John going to the Night's Watch. I know that's it's better pro- than death. That it's it is better than death, but you know what? I think in when I think about it, and I think about who he was as a character, I think that's what he would have wanted,
0: because he didn't what he, he didn't
2: want to be king. But like, I think I would have been happier if they were like, you know what, Tyrion, it's all you guy. Mm, no. But do and do you do you remember this? Before we even started the episode, I said out loud, I can't wait to see how Cersei dies and Mike said to me she, what are you talking about she died the last episode so the way that Cersei and Jaime went out like under a bunch of rubble I thought that was horseshit.
1: See, that's what people are upset about is the way things were happening You know, everyone knew that they were going to die but they wanted some type of gruesome death or they wanted Arya to kill Cersei I mean it, it did seem a little quick you get Crumbled by some rocks, and it's over.
2: But you know what? I feel like HBO dry-humped us for oh. eight years and then left. Hmm. And then left us unsatisfied. I don't feel like that. I feel. I, I. definitely feel that way. That's why the next day I said good morning to everyone except HBO and their writers. Because you guys have consistently, with your season finales, had whiskey dick. Oh. Because you've decided to end The Sopranos in a shitty way. What exactly
1: way. is whiskey dick just quick clarification
2: that one i know you don't know what whiskey dick is never mind i don't want to clear <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably never happened to you so that's a good thing but anyway well we won't talk about that when oh, you drink transition. too much uh, and
1: then you when you drink too
2: yeah. much and you can't perform
1: oh uh, that's called sleeping <laughs> that's called? That,
2: sleeping that doesn't follow sleeping
1: yeah going to sleep that's when you do, are you, you
2: saying like the lower half falling asleep, or are you actually falling asleep as a per, like a man falling asleep as a person, or the lower your half? Your mind,
1: your body is asleep. You're in the bed in the fetal position. You're asleep, trying not to throw up. That's what happens in, when you drink too much.
2: I've drank just, too much in my life. I, I've definitely had moments of that. I mean, but I'm not a guy, so I actually I can't relate. I can't relate to that analogy that I just. I'm gave not a, a doctor, so I don't
1: need to comment on the effects of alcohol on the body. But anyway, back to Game of Thrones.
2: Back to Game of Thrones.
1: I think it was a great ending. I just had to... Digest? I guess, yeah, I had to digest and tie it all together. But I think it was everyone looking at the Rush ending and what they wanted to happen. Like everyone wanted Jon Snow to be on the Iron Throne. They didn't get that. So I didn't. See,
2: I actually loved the fact that... When Daenerys died, the dragon was like, "Screw your iron throne!" Boom, Dracaris.
1: Yeah, that it was. burned a, down
2: the throne. That was like a that to me turn was. Of events. But I felt like that was really good imagery.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually, know what
2: you're talking about. about. Yeah, we'll have to
1: wrap up the Game of Thrones talk yeah. soon. because...
2: Yeah, Denise well, is being left yeah. Out of this. yeah, we don't want we don't want to leave Denise out, but De- yeah, Denise was on Fashion Nova because Denise is super fashionable.
1: She's got better shit to do with her time. <laughs> yeah, she clearly. And this melee, clearly medieval shit that we watch.
2: Exactly, but that's why I'm hoping that um, Power has a better ending because Power, this is the last season.
1: It is, but I'm afraid it's gonna be another <laughs> rush because, you know, you say what is this the sixth season coming up?
0: That's the one with Lala.
1: That's the one. Yep.
0: I like La La.
1: So I think they just announced this recently that it was the last season. So now all the stuff that's happened, you have to wrap it up. And then what? You throw some spinoffs in?
2: I don't think you could throw a spinoff into it.
1: You could um, do the prequel. You could have Tyreek have his own show. No, because
2: everybody hates Tyreek. I, I, think T- I, I think Ty, no, I think Tyreek no, Ty- just turned into a little shit. I didn't like, I mean, I know he was supposed to, and I think that was a wonderful thing about his character evolving as a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm glad that 50 Cent's character, Kanan, died. <laughs> um, for other reasons, for personal reasons. Personal just because so. Yeah. You know, 50, I mean, and it, the funny thing is, is that this is the launch of my podcast, and a few years ago, people accused me of using 50 Cent in his fame to drum up some promotion it for wasn't my podcast. was last year? No, this was two years ago. Oh. I lived in Waltham then. So well, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. I actually, one night, I saw something on Instagram that I don't follow 50 Cent anymore because I just realized, you know, you don't need to show up to every argument that you're invited to, which is great advice from my friend Krista. Um, that is Krista yeah krista shout out to krista shout out to krista right that's like one of my best friends right there she always has good advice for me and her major advice is you don't have to show up to every argument you're invited to well unfortunately for me although i'll you know i won't say unfortunately for me i will say fortunately for me because i speak my mind and i don't care who it is i don't care i don't care if it's joe schmo on the street or 50 cent i'm gonna tell you what i think now did i ever imagine What this would turn into I can honestly say no I did not imagine that I literally was laying in bed about to go to sleep and I saw this post pop up and it was a picture of like a white chick with like a yellow bikini on and she had her bikini bottom open and was looking down at it and saying like thanks for the jewelry for the apartment like what would I do without you and I think in that moment, like, I was just infuriated because I'm like, how dare he, like, post that and say that, like, women, You, use- I mean, I believe me, I know there are women out there that, you know, take advantage of situations, but I was, re- I don't know, I don't know what it did to me, but it offended me in a way that I was just, like, enraged, and I said, I told him his publicist should hit him with a wet dish rag for posting <laughs> some sexist bullshit like that. Well, 50 Cent evidently did not want to be hit with a wet dish rag, and he was very, he was so offended by you it. He said dish rag in the comment? Yeah, I told him. I said, Your publicist should hit you with a wet dish rag oh my. for posting some sexist bullshit like this. And I just went to bed because I was just thinking, oh, maybe four people are going to write to me and say, F you, like you're stupid, whatever. Isn't a thing to me. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. When I woke up in the morning, I used to have my Instagram notifications on, I no longer do. My phone was like boom for days. There was so, there was probably at least 5,000 comments. I couldn't even read all of them. But it was probably like, it was literally a good three months before people left me alone. Like I was telling you about the guy earlier who was like, oh, you have like a black man fetish blah 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 this is why you don't like 50 cent and I'm like no that's not actually not it at all I'm just offended by the post because I think that women should be recognized for their merits because obviously like you and I can speak to this we work very hard we do well for ourselves we support ourselves and we're you know we're good women I try we're we're girls girls you know like we're not the kind of women that are like petty bitches like we're we're loyal women I just remember the article that you
0: sent me because i didn't have
2: instagram yeah when vibe magazine picked it up and then like the shade room posted it and tagged me and i was like oh my god here we go baller alert the shade room infamous vibe magazine there was a bunch of blogs that picked it up that was like oh 50 cent told her and i was like he told me to shut up like that that's like a fifth grade insult (laughs) Be like, shut up. He's. He, this is what he said to me. This was his response to me. Like, I. Di- I didn't even explain that part. He said, "Shut up, bitch. I'm different." And then five thousand other people jumped in and called me a bunch of, um, bunch of names, bunch of fun little names. And that's
1: five thousand people with nothing to do with their life.
2: Yeah, but 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 you know what? People they could say the same about me by saying because I commented on that that I have nothing to do with my life. But it is what it is. Know. To me, if I if I if I see something. And I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, I'm offended. I'm offended by everything. But that particular thing, I'm very passionate about women doing what they do and being proud of being a successful woman and seeing something like that. I was like, this son of a bitch. But would you have
0: commented
2: regardless if it was him? If it was him, not? if it was any dude we went to middle school with. What if I posted it? You would never post something <laughs> like that. And Mike C would never post something like that, so I can't even say it. But, like, if anyone else had posted it, like, anybody who was regular, I've called regular people out to be like, dude, that's not cool. Like, that's, you know. But I obviously, again, I don't show up to every argument that I'm invited to.
1: I feel like there's a right way to call someone out in the wrong way. And all of social media is wrong to me. Uh, I don't think it's being used for what it was invented for, and that's the problem now everyone wants to call people out or or make these comments i mean if i'm going to post something and i know it's going to be controversial i know what i'm doing 50 cents brand is being controversial so he's in the business
2: of taking people down
1: not even that but he knows it's going to create buzz there are plenty of people like that it's just like kim kardashian posting half naked pictures it creates buzz that's what they do
2: and i know that's his brand i know that's his mo but at the same time, I was also like, he's never going to see this. He's not going to say anything. I was just exp- – I just happened to be expressing my opinion because – but I just felt like, you know what, I'm finally, like, accomplished. I'm doing all this stuff. Obviously, now I live in a beautiful, large apartment by myself. But <laughs> – uh-uh. um, And your dog. No, I have, my, I have my baby, my little Brooklyn. But, like, I think I was just more offended by that by that statement But I also learned from that experience with all these people attacking me, for all the people that were attacking me, these dudes are still sliding in my DMs, like, yo, you're fine as F, but bro, I had to tell tell you that. (laughs) I had to tell you you're a hoe. (laughs) I had to say you're a white bitch. Like, and I'm just like, really? You had to say that? Like Mike, I I had people telling me, I hope you get raped.
1: That's aggressive. My life, so,
2: yeah, like the, it was know, very aggressive. Voice. It was like, there were people like there were people that were like super nasty. And then there was people like, I think because of the fact too, this went on for three months because of the fact that like, do you remember that little boy who was like little, he was a little white boy crying about getting bullied. And then it turned out his family was like a bunch of like Confederate flag yeah, people. Yeah, at
1: that time everyone was sticking up for everyone.
2: So, well, this is what happened. I followed Plies at the time plies posted the video so i shared it from plies's page and when you share it i use the repost app it puts a little stamp on the bottom of who you took the post from clearly it says plies everyone branded me a racist and said i was this horrible person and at the time i was just like oh my god this poor kid blah, blah blah and then once i realized he was like His family was like this like Confederate flag racist bunch. I was like, no, I'm not gonna support that. Like I don't support that at all. But and I'm trying to explain to people, I got this from plies. How am I a racist? You know, and I couldn't I couldn't defend myself in that situation, so I just didn't. And I was just like, you know what? I know at at the end of the day I know who I am as a person. And that situation you need to worry about. Yeah, and at the end of the day, all of that like cyber bullying or whatever they thought they were doing to me. For like three months I think I responded to probably like the first a hundred comments I got and then I finally stopped because I was like you know what these people just they don't know me they don't know anything about me this was me expressing an opinion clearly you know he's got a strong following of fans I took 400 of them <laughs> but he had a good 5,000 that had something to say to me
1: I don't get the fascination of people to comment On things they don't know about or people they don't know but it happens and it Mm -hmm. sells so it'll continue happening but it's nothing that bothers me
2: yeah if anything at the time 50 cent I think he had 50 cent what was it 50 central BET Mm. I he got he got based upon my comment and the publicity that drummed up for him he got he got some more out of that than I did
1: he usually will
2: he did he's, he's very smart and strategic like that and me just
1: that's what I said at the his time I wasn't emotionally
2: customers. intelligent enough to realize that I was just like I was baited because I think that's what he does is he baits people he puts something up because he wants a reaction out of you and I gave him that reaction and that's what he depends on. He lives for people's reactions to him because he wants to. He wants to post something like, the, like the shit that he posts to like Ja Rule and stuff. He posts about like and Marie, and how he's like. Now he's going after all these people like you owe me money, and I'm like, I don't owe him money. I don't owe him anything, and everybody forgot about me. So,
1: Fifty Cent will always be relevant. And but he'll you know, make sure that he stays that way.
2: He, he certainly will. Go. And you know what? I won't take away from him that Power is an incredible show. I've always liked him as an artist, and I've always respected him as an artist, but, like, what, like, I don't know what Chelsea Handler did to him, but he has a thing for white women to be like, boom, Chelsea Handler fucked him up somehow. Did you ever watch her show? Yeah, I liked I her her show. Is Chewy alive? Chewy? Why, Chewy died?
0: I don't know, I'm asking.
2: I, stopped I watching. it I, got a little trashy for me so yeah it got a little watching. trashy for me and i'm a little i'm loyal to heather mcdonald i
0: like to watch when she made fun of celebrities and what they wore
2: <laughs> oh my god you have this book it was a gift you'll never blue ball in this town again heather mcdonald i never that, read it i you love her it? <laughs> she has a great podcast called juicy scoop and it's probably one of my favorite things you get. You have to follow her on Instagram. This is chewy. It's like my dad. He's a little mini.
0: Can I borrow
2: this for real?
0: Yeah. I need to read I never this because I'm
2: obsessed with Juicy Scoop. Where did you get this? It, it was a gift from Terry. From Terry. Oh, that's nice. Way back. Way back in the day.
0: Well, I didn't like it because of the title, so because I didn't want title. to read it. Do you remember her nickname on the show? Heather long boobs. Heather <laughs> long boobs. That's
2: what they called her.
0: Yeah. No, I don't
2: remember that at all.
0: Yep, I didn't like
2: that. It was no. too. Eh. Well, from what I've heard on her podcast too, people they were like, they would like the producers and stuff would like target her. Like, do you remember when Chewy slapped her? Mm-mm. That was like not planned. She that was like her reaction. Oh. He walked like he. It was like the plan for like him to slap her. I'm pretty sure it was him. If I'm recalling correctly,
0: but. it was like her show or Chelsea's show is more like pg thirteen in the beginning and so I watch it and then I'm like, oh gosh, I can't watch this anymore. It just became
2: too much. Well when I read I read one of her books and then I loved it and I sent it to Rachel in Ohio. Who's this one. The Dear Vodka. Dear vodka, it's me Chelsea. Yes. Oh my god, I can't believe you have all these. This is great. Is that Chelsea Chelsea Bang Bang? Mm-hmm. Is that the one where she talks about being a little kid in her sleeping bag because that's when I stopped reading it. I don't think I, I
0: read this one.
2: I sold it on Amazon because I, I read couldn't... that one. But... She says something in that book about like it just kind of grossed me out and I couldn't finish it and I was like, "All right, I'm selling this on Amazon." But you know what? I think I think they're both strong, powerful women, especially Heather McDonald because she's just great. You have to listen to her podcast. She's phenomenal. She does these like live things on her Instagram. That are absolutely hilarious she's great did you watch chelsea handler never never
1: never seen one episode of it
2: so at the end of the day what i learned from all of this with the whole drama is don't mess with 50 he's not the one (laughs) (laughs) don't do that i saw lala kent getting into it with him and i was like do not do no 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 listen he doesn't like strong independent he doesn't like strong women coming against him I, w- I don't know because i would never go that low do you ever get shocked when you hear people say things like that that you're just like damn like that's
1: Off that's just is.
2: something that's lower like i would there's certain like there's certain things that i think all of us at this table have a different level of integrity where we wouldn't disrespect people on a level like that and i think disrespect is probably not the word for it because i think disrespect is like oh you're a bitch i think saying something of that magnitude is much worse than disrespect like there's a whole different word for it and i honestly i can't come up with it at the moment but (laughs) bring out your wordsmithing skills i know my wordsmithing is off point with this i'm usually the best wordsmith in the world but i brought it upon myself by saying what i said (laughs) But i don't regret it i don't look back on it with regrets i think it taught me something it taught me there was actually people that you know trey i believe it's trey bell 13 let me look on my instagram because she stuck up for me a lot she was that was my home girl throughout this whole thing she saw me on the thread and she stuck up for me like nobody's business that's her instagram name shout out to trey bell <laughs> shout out to trey bell 13 you should follow her on instagram she's a sweetheart. She didn't e- this girl didn't even know me and she started taking on grown ass men who were like assassinating me verbally like it like things that really hurt me but I was trying not to let it hurt me. She was like she would attack these dudes like you wouldn't believe. You didn't have so, Instagram at the time so but if you did I'm sure you would have defended me. So
0: I was just about to say I'm not sure if I would have because it's social media. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't even take that seriously.
0: (laughs) Like, if someone was coming at you in the parking lot, I would intervene. But everybody's tough hiding behind a screen. They
2: certainly are. I guarantee that certain people probably wouldn't have said the things they said to me, like to my face.
1: No, they won't. Of course not. No one wants up close and personal controversy. I shouldn't say no one, but most people don't. It's easy to text, shut up, bitch.
2: Exactly. I'm different. Shut up! But but it was a, it was it was catchy. Agrees. I'll give it to him. It was catchy.
1: People are told that to their face every day. Like those yeah. are the people that really need to care and be worried. Like social media is a joke.
2: But do you know why I said that though? One of the big reasons behind that was because that was when like the Me Too movement started, and I was I've actually been a Fifty Cent fan since I was fifteen. Am I currently? Hmm. A little touchy i this can't say this is why
1: i keep entertainment and personal separate
2: this is why you weren't reacting to game of thrones the way this is I, why did. I don't
1: react to anything yeah. i'm not going to see these characters in the street and say oh i hate them because of the last episode of game of thrones no they well were, no i wouldn't say that about
2: the characters like i said i think those actors are very talented but i think the the material they were given wasn't me,
1: it's respect 5,000 people don't show up to your job and sit behind you and say, You suck, you suck, <laughs> while you're working. They have to yeah. deal with stuff like that. They do. They deal with a well, lot more than the average person.
2: That I totally agree with you on that. And I think that, you know, that are harassing
1: people on Twitter.
2: I'm, I wasn't harassing people on Twitter. <laughs> you're
1: telling the HBO writers.
2: Well, that's why I was. I was <laughs> listen, I was emotional and I was upset in that moment. And I said, Good morning to Check everybody. Your emotions. That's a learning, a learning yep. thing. Yeah, but it is Check a learning thing. Don't emotion. act on emotion. It is a learning thing. <laughs> act on fact. Being a, that's why I say being emotionally intelligent is important. It's something that I'm still learning as I go. And I- obviously everybody's a work in progress, but the main reason, like I was saying, I was a big fan of 50 Cent, the main reason I said, dude, you, your publicist needs to hit you with a wet dish rag for posting sexist bullshit is because this is, the, like, the day and age where, like, the Me Too movement is big. And I'm not going to take anything away from the Me Too movement because- I think it's very important that nowadays people are taken seriously with sexual allegations that they bring up there are people who make false sexual allegations and those people should just you know go to hell but there are people that actually have real stories who before may not have been believed but posting something like that i felt like he was setting himself up to be attacked so for me, I'm saying, hey, dude, your publisher should hit you with a dish rag for, like, posting something like that at this moment in time. But I didn't add this moment in time. I have a habit of not wording things properly and leaving out a couple words that probably would have made the situation better.
1: I don't know one company, publicity or advertising agency, that wouldn't be aware of the clients that they work with. So... Anytime something controversial happens, and you see someone losing a lot of business or losing sponsors, it's because it's something that's so crazy that they weren't expecting. But if everyone that he works with knows, like, hey, he creates these things, and he posts this, and people might hate him, but they're still going to follow him, because some people want that type of entertainment, and they want to say... Fuck you, 50 Cent, every time he posts something. Like, he's not reading it, and if he does, I'm pretty sure he doesn't care.
2: That so was the last time I ever one, did anything like one
1: that. One out of thousands of comments for a shut up bitch. Like, I don't think he's, like, really doing it personally, to be honest. He doesn't know you. He's not calling you a bitch. I think well, it's just, no, he, he
2: was calling me a bitch.
1: It's like a period.
2: He said, shut up, bitch. Yeah. He, he used it as a noun. He called me a noun, bitch. Yeah. Noun, person plays or thing. I learned that in English class back in seventh grade when we were in... But you do this. you know how to spell separate? Se- do you, that's the thing. Do you know how to spell separate? Because the guy that I was dating, um, I actually, it's funny because I broke things off with him. And he wound up texting me back a week later saying we should go our separate ways. But it was like S-E-P-P-E-R-A-T. separate, and
1: Wait, how was that spelled?
2: separate. So I sent it to Denise. And Denise that doesn't and have the Denise said to me, she goes, my phone won't even allow me to type that. I don't understand how we did that. And then she typed it a couple of times, and then her iPhone started, like, yep. typing it that way, and she goes, Denise, now I can't even get this back! Like, I can't even... <laughs> it was the funniest thing, and I was just like, oh my god. I laughed that, her, that your phone did that, because... I typed it a few times. I typed it a few times on Snapchat, and I was like, "Set Papa right Which, which is which? Know your homonyms, people. Know your homonyms. He would type witch to me, but, like, Halloween witch instead of, like, which sandwich would you like, he would type the Halloween witch, not like, these people might be great individually, but they're not good for bad, no, and you know what's funny is, like, I, I, like, I think I give too many people a pass or, like, allowances, because I'll be like, oh, whatever, you think, you do, (laughs) I do, okay, I do, I do, i you know, I gave him allowances, and I was like, "Oh no, you know, he's got his daughters." Like he said, the, the thing is, they're telling you, they're telling you,
0: that they're not the right person for you, but you don't want to see it, so you're not seeing it. No. and that's what's happening.
2: No, they're putting it out He to <laughs> He told me, "I'm, tr- I truly don't think I'm the right guy for you." He wanted, not. he wanted a free trip to Vegas. Cheers to him. He played me out. I mean, he, he got a free trip. He
0: has good qualities or you wouldn't have wanted to yeah. talk to him in the first place. But they're not the right people, as did all the others. Yes. <laughs> because I think you would be extremely unwell if you were going be to be say, unwell. saying, this person has all these negatives. <laughs> I'm going to go out with him. So they have positives that is not the right one for you
2: for me yeah then i definitely don't think i have met the right one i think like when i finally like realized after this i was like what have i been doing like i wasted my entire 20s dating people who weren't right for me i'm in my early 30s now and i think it's time to be smart you just gotta i gotta stop recycling pay attention
0: Talk less, listen more, you'll see the signs. T- they put them in front of you. People like to yes. bash guys all the time and say they're stupid. They're not. They're telling you in the nicest way possible, but you got to pick up
2: on it. That's my thing because I talk a lot. You know me. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. I talk, I talk too much, and I think one of the things, especially when it comes to like emotional intelligence, they say if you don't know the mood of a room and you're sitting there and you're talking too much... And you can't tell what the mood of the room is. You need to shut your damn mouth and like sit back and like wa- observe. You don't have to tell people how you are.
0: No. They'll they'll know. I don't tell people how I am. And that is what you always say to me. Like you don't have to say that because if you are if that's who you are. That's you know. That's
2: I what didn't they're gonna say.
0: Hang out with Mike C in the beginning and tell him how great I am. You didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I've ever sat back and told anybody how great I was, though. Or anything. Don't tell them you're elite. Don't tell them you're an independent woman. Just be it, and they'll realize. Well, no,
2: that's what I said to The weekend. (laughs) The weekend. Because that's what he used against me the night that him and his friend, like, let me pay the tab. And he's like, I thought you were doing your independent woman thing. And I'm like, (laughs) you just let me pay for you and your friend. Like, when I go out with you, I don't care if I pay for you. Like, you're my friend. You're one of my best friends. I don't care if I pay for you. Whatever. That's not a thing to me. I don't I don't expect anything back. I don't care. But when it's a man, I'm like, that's a little weird. Like I would pay for you, Mike C, but you would never let me.
1: No, I don't think so.
2: No. I couldn't see Mike C ever being like, "Yeah, D-Bat, go ahead." <laughs> D-Bat. Go ahead, D-Bat. New name. <laughs> So, speaking of which, speaking, speaking of, speaking of, I know, it took but me a I'm minute. not a D-bag, I'm a D-bat, like Batman. I'm a, I'm a superhero. I
1: can see myself saying that in public. D-bat.
2: What, D-bat? Yeah. I know, just you said, that. when, we, when I, you were out running, you were like, hey, Bat, yeah, what's Bat. going on, Bat? I was like, hey. Because, I mean, when you, when you say Denise, it's like, it's hard to say, like, Denise. It's hard for me to say Denise out loud, referring to Denise, so I always just say Fuda. And she always just says bat because it's, we, it's weird to call someone of the same name your name. And I'm sure it's weird for you to call someone who isn't your girlfriend by your girlfriend's name.
1: You two are the only ones I know.
2: No, because there was another Denise in our in our class.
1: I don't have to call her name. I just talked.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to call her name. You don't have to speak to her. I don't know what happened to her either. I, I mean, I hope many blessings came your way. But... <laughs> Shout out to other Denise. <laughs> Shout out to other Denise. And the rest of the Denises in this world because that's a great name. Another thing that I wanted to say is that, um, aside from Mike C. being very laid back, this is why I call Mike C. the damn mayor, okay? So, for Denise's 31st? 31st? I don't know where
0: we're going with
2: this. Your 31st birthday, when we went to Liberty. Liberty? Yeah. Yes. So, Denise's 31st birthday, I was like, you know what? Her friend was in town. Shout out to Abu. Shout out to Abu. We love you, Abu. You are a Greek god. Oh gosh. Straight out of the mouth of Clarence. Shout out to Iowa. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Clarence did. Clarence was like, "You are a Greek god," and felt his bicep. Did he feel his bicep? I think he did. I was a little drunk. We were all a little, you know, toasty. But um, I was just trying. I to like Clarence me. though. He has interesting socks. He's a cool dude. <laughs> Shout out to Clarence in his in his socks. Um. But for Denise's, what I was trying to get at was for Denise's 31st birthday, I was like, this is one of my best friends, let me ball out. And I was like, we're getting a table. <laughs> With four people. <laughs> With four people. We're getting bottle service. But, dude, the biggest bottle of Siroc there ever was, Okay. <laughs> is in a lot they kept putting it in a locked box in the middle of the table I've never seen that before maybe because that maybe because yeah is that normal (laughs) yeah Denise says that very casually I've never had bottle servers before I've only (laughs) I only ever did this for Denise because you know Denise balls out for my birthday too Denise bought me a whole bunch of awesome stuff for my birthday this year which she got me a cabana candle (laughs) which is amazing she got me so many cool things that I can't even put into words because I love them so much but (laughs) this is why I call Mike C the mayor see I get see this is my problem Mike is that I start talking and I get off topic and I insert the words
0: you're so excited
2: yeah I'm very excited I'm very excited to be here because I'm very excited to be you guys' guests I'm very excited that like
1: we're your guests
2: well yeah you are my guests but you know what I'm a guest in your home you guys fed me you took care of me I appreciate you guys' time, and I also appreciate the fact that, like, we've known each other and, like, I know you guys, I know Denise is going to hate that I just said this, but where we came from and where we are now, we came up from where we were. Like, we grew up, I mean, up, shout out to Randolph, Massachusetts, that, that's the plug, you know. Randolph, Randolph was a good place to live. I mean, I didn't, did I go to school with you guys? I went to middle school. I left and I started going to Canton because I, you know, I was bullied. and Now the, bull- the dudes that were bullying me are sliding in my DMs, or they were, and you know, that's later business. That's their problem. Sorry, which I'll I'll get into in a sec. But see, I digress. I need to I need to get back on topic. Mayor. Mayor Mike C. The mayor, bottle service. I throw down my credit card. I spent some good money, but Denise is worth it. And then Denise and I go out probably like a year ago yeah yeah yeah. we
0: go out a year later so we went to liberty and you parked in that lot with the thing the 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 passage like with the holes and i was like i can't walk on that because my heel will go through. yes i made you leave the parking you lot can... and go to a different one yes. <laughs> so we left update i've since walked on that you <laughs> have see
2: held me My I couldn't hold you to walk over that. I'm not. I'm. I guess I'm not a good friend. Maybe I should have been. I was like. Maybe I should have given here. you
0: flip flops, like walk across it. I'm also scared of heights,
2: so to have that up that. See, height. then you need Mike C for that situation because I'm not. I'm afraid of heights too, so I'm not a very supportive person. I think it helps to have a man in that situation <laughs> to kind of give you comfort. Um, but back to Mike C being the mayor because I clearly need to get back on track. Sorry, I had a little sangria, you know, turning up at Casa de Fuda and Casa de Mike C. Turning up and coming up. Turning up and coming up. So this is the kind of person that Mike is. And I'm just going to say this out loud because Mike is a very humble person. And Mike's not going to say, yeah, I'm the shit. This is what happened. Mike literally walked in to the same club that we were at for Denise's 31st birthday. And this is a year later. In... He got the service that I paid for faux freeze. He knows people. And he doesn't know people to know people to get a hookup. I think Mike C. genuinely builds relationships with people. I think think you, like, that's one of the things about you that I can honestly say is really good. Like, how Denise said in the beginning, one of the reasons she really liked you was she had some shit to get off her chest, and you listened to her. That's important. It is important, and I think that's something that, like, I think that's what makes people like you. Could I stand to listen a little bit more? You're goddamn right. (laughs) Sorry, Dad. I know you're going to flip on me for saying that. Shout out to Joe. (laughs) Shout out to Joe Bats because he is the, he's the real MVP. (laughs) So is Lou Fuda. Oh, gosh. Shout out to Lou. He'll never be listening. (laughs) Blue, my father would never listen. Oh, my God, I'd die if my father Donna would to me. Donna will listen
0: before Louis
2: Shout out to Donna again, and shout out to Mike C's family. But another thing I want to say about <laughs> you being the mayor and you listening <laughs> is that you brought a really good-looking friend that night, and I'm not going to bring up the friend's name. Just call him the tall guy. We'll just call him the tall guy. I remember him in, like, gym class in seventh grade. He had braces. You know, he wasn't, you know, he came up. He came up! He's a tall dude now! He came up! But he's a good-looking dude. I tried to hit on him. I was a little bit, you know, I was a little toasty. And bleeding! I was bleeding? Your
0: leg was all cut up. My leg was bleeding? What? What? You put it on the
2: table and there was blood and I almost passed out. I was bleeding? I don't remember this. I was bleeding? And I don't remember this not because I was drunk, but it was so long ago that I and don't you remember you ran bleeding. off to the bathroom. <laughs> I remember going to the bathroom, and we went to the bathroom a couple times, and we were like, we've heard this same song like six times tonight, but I don't remember cutting my leg. You were bleeding. What did I cut my leg on? No clue. Perhaps those crazy stairs that you tried to make me go up. Oh my god. Perhaps that, or perhaps I'm just very clumsy. I don't know. I don't remember my leg bleeding. I'm sorry that I uh, nearly made you pass out, though, because I know the sight of blood is very difficult for you. It was very difficult. Very very <laughs> painful. Very difficult. That was a fun night, though. I made friends with the dude that was, um, I don't know if he was, like, a bouncer or whatever, but he was like, what's the Instagram handle? And I was like, <laughs> "I, was, like, at, I was, like, dude, dead at the days. At Liberty, yeah. Because remember I went back to look for my phone when my phone was in my little Michael Kors or slit that you gave me? Oh. <laughs> you did come to help. I was... I'm, oh God, I almost just said his name out loud, but I asked your good-looking friend to come help me, and he was like, "Dee," and stood aside. Not that he's soft like that, but no, he's just—he's just a very like quiet person.
1: Soft-spoken.
2: So he's, he's soft-spoken. He's a good dude, though. I remember—I always remember him being a dude. But you know who I do know is your friend, your friend Javan. I know him from Facebook. I—I I don't think I've ever met him in real life. <laughs> but he's a very positive, uplifting person
1: that he is on the
2: daily i mean i haven't been on facebook in like four years but he's a very uplifting person
1: he absolutely is very inspirational
2: who else out of your friends would you say is probably someone you look to look to for what as far as like advice guidance like who do you who do you confide in in your friends like your boys that you confide in (laughs) Because, like, obviously, I confide um, in Denise. Like, I'll be like, Denise, this is, I've had a terrible day, blah, blah, blah. Who do you go to to, like, say, listen, I'm going through some shit. I need to blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, you're going to come to Denise about it. But, like, in your friend circle, who would that be?
1: I don't think I really have that um, that kind of life, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, I have tough times, like everyone. But other than Denise... I don't really need to talk to other people about what happens. I don't have a lot of bad things happening in my life. I can say that I'm very fortunate for that.
2: You're very blessed.
1: But I don't need to like feel like I have someone like look if if you were in this situation or if this was going on, what would you do? Like I'm more at the point where I'm I want to ask someone like for investment advice, things like that. So that's really all I'm looking for at this point in life. I'm pretty happy, otherwise. So.
2: I think you lead a really good life. You're living the dream. I mean, you're living with Fuda, who's like the bomb.com
1: I'm living someone's dream, but <laughs> we're alive. I'm happy.
2: Yeah, you guys are living your best lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Fuda with her fashion.
1: Fuda with her fashion.
2: Fuda with her fashion. Fuda with her makeup. Like, Fuda had, we were talking earlier, I came over with, like, no makeup on because I just took a shower and blew my hair out, and I probably still have a little mascara under my eyes from work earlier. Fuda is, like, face full B. I just came from work. (laughs) (laughs) I came from work, but I had, like, mustache sweat, and I looked like absolute hell. Mustache.
1: Mustache, what? yeah,
2: like, and I don't even have a mustache. I have like peach fuzz, but I was like sweating like this. Like, so the makeup forever, the makeup forever powder. Shout out to makeup forever. forever. I didn't use it today, I should have. But <laughs> <It calms laughs> I came home me. and I was like, I my mother came over to take the dog because the dog's getting groomed Saturday, and I only trust the people in Avon Petco to do it. Um, because I've taken her to other places, and you know she wasn't that comfortable. They're very good to her there, so I take her there. So I gave her to my mom. And the dog, you saw the dog the other day. She was looking tore up from the floor up.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
2: That I know do- that one. Yeah, she was. She was tore up from the floor up. That dog, and she's just. She's overgrown. She's you know she's a little on. She needed some help. She needed assistance, and she's <laughs> getting it now. So that's a good thing. And she loves Buddha. Mm-hmm. She liked Mike C. She was chill with you.
1: Yeah, I don't have any problems.
2: She was chill. She would. She kept turning around and like looking for him. Like, is he still there? Did he leave?
0: Were you the one who told me that she doesn't like men, or is it when there
2: is a man she ignores you? When there no, when there's a man she ignores me. She like completely forgets who I am. So like, whether it's my dad. Whether it's a friend, whether it's someone I'm dating, if there is a man present, she is like, I don't know you. Like Mariah Carey, I don't know her. (laughs) That is how my dog is when a man is around. So we're walking. She kept stopping because she has to pee on like 75 different things. But then after a while, she's walking in front of me and she's turning around, like, Where's Mike? (laughs) Are you there? You still there? Hello. Hello. That's Denise's signature line. Hello. Oh, but I didn't do it justice just now because I had a little line in my throat. It's fine. Do your you hello. hello. <laughs> I love it. Do you have any closing comments, Mike C?
1: No, I think we touched on a lot of different things, so I wouldn't even know where to wrap up. But no, this was fun.
2: This is definitely fun. What would you? What would you? I guess, for advice, give to the men of this world when it comes to finding oh. a good woman. Like, <laughs> a fly, oh, of Of our caliber. The men
1: of the world. Wow. So
2: give the men of the world some advice when it comes to dating someone.
1: No. I'm, I'm not the dating advice type. Uh, I think everyone knows what they're looking for. It's just hard to put it into words sometimes. Or it's it's hard to... I like guess. you don't
2: know the situation until you're in it yeah it's it's like, hard to it understand what you want
1: unless you've experienced different things so can't really give advice to people if they are in the position of wanting advice
2: straight from mike c you heard it here first <laughs> see i can't give dating advice i'm not in a position to judge anybody or give anybody dating advice because clearly i'm single as a pringle Minding my own flopping bunnies.
1: That's okay too.
2: That's a, hey, you know what? I actually really enjoy it. I do. I enjoy like being able to come and go as I please, do what I want, and not have to answer to anybody. But at the same time, I do also miss that companionship.
1: Well, summer's here. It's perfect time for summer flings.
2: I don't want to have a fling. Why not? Because you have a. Fl- a, fl- a, fl- do a fl- mm, I don't do flings. Like when you. That have a fling, is not. That's not. That's not bad. To be a flinger. <laughs> I'm not a flinger. I'm not somebody that's, like... (laughs) Or a flingy. Yeah, I'm not a flinger or a flingy. Like, I want somebody that's, like, that knows what they want, that can hold an intellectual conversation.
1: I think everything starts out with no expectations, and then it turns into something. Correct. It could all be considered a fling, unless it's an arranged marriage.
2: Marriage, no.
1: (laughs) But if you're going into it and you have no expectations, I think you'll get probably more out of it than you you know really could otherwise because you just get to learn about someone and you're not expecting them to be something that is on a list that you have to check off
2: that's the thing and I think that was probably one of my problems too is I always had a list of like what I needed to have in order to you know check box check box check box but then I'd be like you know, you know when you're taking, like, remember those standardized tests we took back in the day where, like, if you didn't fill the whole circle in, you wouldn't get credit for the answer? I'd fill, like, half the circle in and be like, eh, you know, I'll let that one slide because there look were other better th- qualities. But you look
0: for things. You read into certain things that they do to fill in those
2: spaces. Don't do that. That's, that's an, my problem. It's an
1: easy way to get married quick and divorced even quicker.
2: I've been engaged twice and I'm not married because I left I left those situations because I was like, this is not the right situation for me. I mean, my ex-fiance is a great person. Both of them are. My first ex-fiance was like my first love and we were together for like seven years. He's a good person. He's a good human being. We just weren't good together. Like my, you know... They're all like that. They're all like that. You know, like they're all. You don't date someone
0: because you think they're a piece of shit. Exactly. They're a good person,
2: but they're not the right person for you. And I like to say that, like, this is a conversation I have with Denise too. That's why I like to believe that I'm trustworthy because of the fact that, like, if you think about it, I have dirt for days. I have dirt on them that could murder them, and I would never say it out loud. I wouldn't care what they said about me. I would never come out and be like, "Hey, let me tell you."
1: I don't think that should be
2: some bad things about consider. so and so and so and so. No, it should never be considered. There, sh- it should never even be like. I wouldn't care. That's the thing about me is I wouldn't care what anybody said about me. That, like I said, I can round this out to the 50 cent thing. Is that now, what people say about me, it's irrelevant because I know who I am. Just live. I didn't wake up with my
0: checklist, like, gotta find someone who does this, this, and this. No, I went to work.
1: I wouldn't have met any of those expectations. So you have to get to know someone before you start thinking about if you can be with them.
2: I think things take
0: time. Something could be on your list. You're not going to find that out after one date,
2: one year. You just live.
0: What do you happen. think is
2: the one thing that makes you guys' relationship so successful?
1: that's what I would say is the one thing Um, it's a lot but I think my one thing is respect like I respect her more than you know anyone that I could say I've ever dated before
2: (laughs) I'm just touching my hat right now
1: it's not a, a personal thing against anyone else but seeing Seeing her and like, things that she's dealt with and how she approaches things in a professional way, a mature way, you know, I respect that.
2: That's one thing I can honestly say about her too, is like the certain <laughs> situation, don't laugh, this is... A, you this trying is, to date me? <laughs> no, This is like said, this is like sentimental as a friend, like there are certain things that I think Denise has dealt with that she deals with from a standpoint where I'm going to come back to emotional intelligence again. The night that I left here after Game of Thrones, I said, yo, you and Mike are perfect for each other because you were just, like, so unbothered by the ending of that thing, and that's the way Denise would be with certain things. She would just be like, whatever. Um, That isn't a thing to me. And I think that's, like, one great quality about the both of you guys is you let shit roll off you. You don't, like, cling to stupid things, trivial things, you know, that would bother most people.
1: Why bother? Why be with someone that does things you really don't like or you're annoyed by? I would say that's a reason not to be together. I think But I mean every, everybody has court. quirks,
2: Mike. Everybody has annoying quirks that not, No, I I looked at you when I said that like I don't mean that you're annoying. No, I do. No. I'm not
0: perfect. I have annoying quirks, but I'm aware of what they yes. are.
2: You you are very self-aware. Do I do anything annoying? Let's put it on the table.
0: I'm going to go back to what I said before. Talk less, listen more.
2: Talk less, listen more. I think that
0: will do you a world of good. <laughs> in every aspect of your life. Every
2: aspect of my life. It's definitely something that's a work in progress. And don't look for things. Just let it happen. What do you think, Mike? You're not going to offend me. I'm not going to be upset.
1: No, I don't think it's anything... I don't really get annoyed by probably anything. I'm pretty much in a a place where I know if something bothers me, I just get up and walk away from it. There was a point in time that I thought you hated me. Why? If I hate someone, that would mean I'm putting myself in a position to hate them. Like, if I hate you, then I shouldn't be around you.
2: Remember when I used to say that and I'd be like, Mike hates me? And you'd be like, that's not true. Maybe it was just me being paranoid.
0: It doesn't then, really hate anyone.
2: No, I don't think you have. And it's funny because I didn't really know you then. And I think that's pro- that's the way that I perceived it.
1: It seems like that's how you perceive most of your relationships. <laughs> you <laughs> jump to something before you even know.
2: Denise, you, can you, you attest just to said that? that? I
1: wasn't even around, but you assumed I hated you.
2: That is one of my biggest things is that you know what like when I don't know something I'll definitely stop thinking of the different scenarios in my head of what it could be so that I can find a way to respond to it like I don't care if someone doesn't like me I think it was just more like all right well I now I want to know why he doesn't like me but I I do that too I think about it and I'm like did I say something in front of Mike to upset him like the night we went out with your soft-spoken friend and I had drank (laughs) a little bit too much and I was turned up I was like did I say something to offend Mike? Because I remember I came over to you, and I had quite a few drinks, and I was like, "Are we good? Like, do you not like me?" And you were like, "What are you talking about?" But you prefaced that with, "I had a few drinks,"
0: so you didn't come over here having already had a few drinks.
2: No. So, but that's the thing. I think I think within like the it. recent months, like I've had more of an opportunity to like get to know you, and I think you're an awesome human being. Genuinely. Like, I really think that you're... That's why I want. I brought over that book tonight, because I really feel like that's what who you embody as a person. Thanks. <laughs> so I brought over Tim Grover's book, Relentless, because I read it, and it has a lot of sports references in it. And Mike is a very big sports person. Um, it's a profession of his. It was a book that really resonated with me because of the fact that it speaks about being your best self. And as you can see, obviously, I haven't become my best self yet. I'm on my way, but... But you mean well. That's the difference between you and the
0: shitty people in the world. You have good intentions. Your execution may suck sometimes,
2: (laughs) but you have good intentions. Yeah, my execution isn't always the best. I definitely have to work on my execution. There's definitely times where I've, you know, popped off at the mouth when I shouldn't have. I've learned to control that, especially when I'm crossing the street in Boston and people are rude to me. I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to say anything anymore. I'm just going to keep going. That's why I wear my work jacket, because if I have my work jacket on, I'm not going to, like, pop off at anybody. I'm going to be like, all right, I got my work jacket on. I got to behave. Very good. But I have to act like I have my work jacket on all the time so that I can behave myself and not even just behave myself, not control or try to suppress who I am as a person. No, don't do that. But just not... Just not entertain certain situations that don't need yes, to be entertained. Don't do
0: that. It's like that saying, "If it's not gonna matter after five minutes, what is it like? Don't give it your. What is you know
2: it? Don't give it. If it's not, if it's gonna not make gonna, gonna matter in five years, don't give it five yes, minutes. That. Yes, yes. <laughs> My yeah. father used to say to me when there was like certain shit that would happen, he'd be like, "In a hundred years from now, is it really gonna matter?" And I was like, "You know what? That's no, true. that's real trivial. That's not gonna matter." And can I also have to say, too, um, speaking from the fact that Mike is also very good to women, Mike has a daughter. <laughs> and Mike's daughter, I met her at um, the Boston Marathon this year. And she is like the sweetest little thing. She's like a little mini Mike. She's on the sidelines, like shouting for people. And she's like, it's just so good to motivate people. You should be proud of that. Like, that's who she is as a human being.
1: Oh, I am. <laughs> very proud of that.
2: Hashtag proud dad. Father's Day's coming up, too. You ready for Father's Day?
1: I don't have to get ready.
2: Well, that's true. that's true. Who gets ready for Father's Day? I'm playing my outfit. I'm acting like it's Christmas. Like, are you ready for Father's Day? I have outfit options planned. Do you, what outfit option do you have planned for Father's Day? A I know surprise. you're going to mean shoe on the way. <laughs> I know you're going to mean
0: shoe on deck. It's a surprise. We have to see based on the weather.
2: I ha- I have to say this out loud just because I just brought up the shoe game. Do you remember that time we went to a wake, and we both had the same pair of Louboutins on? (laughs) I knelt down and said a prayer in front of, and I'm not going to name who the deceased person was. It was sad, but I I happened to notice before I left that my, the bottom of my Louboutins were scratched up to high hell, so when I knelt down, I was a little embarrassed, because I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at the soles of my shoes. Which was really superficial in hindsight because everyone's there to mourn the person, but me, I'm sitting there and I'm feeling insecure, like, oh my god, the bottom of my shoes are all scraped up. I look like shit. And then Denise kneels down and her red <laughs> bottoms are like A one, <laughs> and I'm like, why are mine all scratched? And then we're in the parking lot after coming full circle with the
0: Drake super coming fan. full
2: circle with the Drake super fanness. So. I can't believe we didn't even get to that yet. We were outside of a wake, and clearly I have poor execution at times. Denise is giving me my Christmas present, and it's wintertime. We're in our nice dress coats, you know. Obviously, we're in a wake. but <laughs> going to dinner after. Did you drop us off at dinner, or did we take our own cars? You drove. I drove? I can't, rem- I can't remember. It was a- that was a while ago, wasn't it? We, had,
0: we each had our own cars. Yeah, we each
2: brought our own cars, but I remember we were sitting in the Tesla.
0: He had to go
2: up his daughter oh that's right and we went to dinner yes and you know what's funny is that night we talked about recording this podcast and that was like two years ago
1: Italy? yeah mm-hmm.
2: i was like mike can we record this in the tesla <laughs> we're outside of this week denise gives me this large bag because nobody gifts like denise and there's a shirt in there that says champagne mommy because <laughs> oh, <yeah>. champagne poppy <laughs> <I'm incredible. laughs> that's my dude right there so that's his instagram right yes that's his instagram thing so i previously told exactly so i previously told denise that on my 30th birthday i went to new york York. i drove to new york in the middle of the night and the very next day after my birthday (laughs) i was offered tickets to like saturday night live on my birthday and i was like "Eh, no i've already done saturday night live i'm good i drive home and on the ride home I hear on the radio that Drake's on Saturday Night Live. You don't know how gutted I felt as a human being. That was that night? That was that night, I was driving home. And then, so that's the first opportunity. Opportunity number two, to meet Drake. I'm on a plane and I'm, you know, I had a layover and I'm flying to Virginia to visit a friend of mine and I'm landing in New York. So I get on the plane and I look at, you know, business class or whatever and i see a dude and it's 40 (laughs) as opposed to 50 as as opposed to 50 so it's 40 drake's producer is on the plane and i know it was him just because of the fact that like i even played that dj Khaled thing because i want i wanted to see if he turned around or not because i was like all right i look at people all the time and think this is so and so this is this person and i'm wrong 95 percent of the time i'm wrong this one time, I knew I was right, because I had seen him photographed in this jacket, and I swear to God, I'm on a psycho. It happened to show up on Instagram, and I saw him, I saw 40 wearing this jacket. So I played that, like, DJ Khaled for free thing, where he's like, one time for 40, and he turned around, and I. that's when I snapped you, and I was like, dude, 40 is on the plane. And I didn't know who that was. And you were like, who, who is that? So on my birthday <laughs> this year, I'm dining mike c and denise mike c C joined us which was so awesome because mike c is as you can tell is a very wonderful human being as is denise denise is probably one of the best human beings you will ever meet and but don't try to meet me yeah don't try to meet she doesn't want to meet you (laughs) she's shy so i'm talking to mike and like i said mike's hashtag mike C the mayor I, I was telling these stories to Mike about these chance encounters because Drake, Drake and I have been ships in the night for a long time. <laughs> that's exactly what you said. Literally, too. That's, that's that is exactly what I said. We've been ships in the night, bro. <laughs> like ships I'll in never the night. That before. This is the second time. You know, that, <laughs> that's what it is. Night. Like when you, like I used to say it to my father because <laughs> my father worked nights. That and is like an old soul. Sometimes. I am an old. I am an old soul. Sometimes like there's things I say where like. My dad would be coming home from work and I would be leaving to go to work and we wouldn't see each other. And I'd be like, Dad, we're ships in the night. I don't see you. <laughs> so, like in New York, when I left and Drake was doing Saturday Night Live, we were ships in the night. Didn't that happen in Vegas too? Yes! So the another ship, another two days. Night. I was in Vegas until May 2nd this year um, with Good Night Moon. Blech. Um... And Drake, on May 4th, was at a club, and I left May 2nd, and I was like, tell me why this dude is not at a club when I'm there, but you know what's awful is he was at the Billboard Music Awards, and I was down the street, but I was so tired, because I'll tell you right now, four days, like, you guys have been to Vegas, four days in Vegas, it's long. It's long. You need, like, two, 12 <laughs> naps. I think... Three and a half days is probably max what you can do in Vegas, because I booked five. And the fifth day, I was flying home. But you had a conference. I did have a conference, and it was it was a good conference. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. But the one thing that I think is really super annoying is that Goodnight Moon was like, we gotta go, you gotta get, like, he was, like, dadding me to death, like, you gotta get up, we gotta go, blah, 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 we gotta go, we gotta get up. So this dude has me check out on my phone. Don't we get downstairs to the cafe to get breakfast and our flight is delayed two hours? And I was so tired. I've never wanted to kill anybody in my life. (laughs) I've never felt homicidal rage until that moment.
0: (laughs) Homicidal rage. Homicidal
2: rage. That's a term. That is a term. That's how, I mean, the the way that you described that you get hangry when you don't eat, when I don't sleep, or if somebody disrupts my sleep, like he has disrupted my sleep in the past to the point where I went and slept on my own couch. Oh, because I was like stop touching me. <laughs> stop touching me. Like I'm not kidding all night one night he kept trying to like oh gosh initiate and I was like This has gone on several times this now. Why I told I'm trying you to sleep. get
0: separate rooms.
2: Yeah. Well, the first night nothing happened because I looked him in the eye and I said nothing's happening. We wish him well.
0: We wish in him, yeah. his
2: future endeavours. We wish him bat-less. the best in his future endeavours that are batless. I wish everybody the best whose <laughs> life will be batless. I truly do because I'm not the best thing in the world, but I was the best thing to happen to a lot of a lot of people, whether they were friends. Or the few boyfriends I've had, I will say that I wish you well, and that's that's all I have to say about that. You know, your secrets are well kept. I haven't do even told you like
0: I, Ariana Grande.
2: I do like Ariana Grande, so
0: we can quote her. Thank
2: you next. Thank you next. Exactly. I think we can close on that. That's note. the
0: one time I'll
2: ever quote a celebrity. Like <laughs> the that. one time. So that's the one thing we'll say is we will say thank you next. Someday when I encounter someone who has potential and there will be no check boxes in mind. It will just be a natural thing because I like that vibe, Mikey. You won't be a lot a lot, you'll be just right. For exactly. This person. I won't be too much for that person. I will be just enough. I am a whole lot of woman. I am a whole lot of speaking. But that's not who you are. That's not who I am. I'm just more of like... What you do. That's what I do. Don't
0: change who you are. Just be more aware of what you do.
2: Amen to that. <laughs> Thank you, next. Cheers. Thank you, next. <laughs> cheers to that. And cheers to Mike C. and Denise having me over as a guest. Cheers to them being a guest on my podcast and listening to everything that I have to say this evening. How you feeling, Mike C.? I feel great. You feel great? <laughs> Feel
0: a one.
2: Thank you next.